Weekly Dominoes. Here we are, your host MJ from Kentertainment. How's everyone doing today? It is a great start off the first Weekly Dominoes for November. The year is coming to a close. What do you have planned? Holy shit, there's so many events that are coming up. Some that are right around the corner and some that are in the distant future. Speaking of next month, the early Decembers of Catch and Flow. That's the big one, the hot one that everyone's going to be putting their eyes on. But there's a few other hot ones. Actual temperature is going to be increased depending on where you're living. What's up, everyone? So where we are today is pretty fun because we're going to have a guest later on. We have Ryan and Marley of Hone Media, who is the creators, the hosts of Dama to the Death. Now, if you didn't hear, Dama to the Death is has stated that this will possibly, yes, no, we'll get confirmation, will be their final event that they will be holding down in the panhandle. But if you haven't uh, known anything about that, any information of that, Stick around towards the end, towards the end, from halfway point, you know, usually I run for an hour, probably from the 30 minute point, we'll be talking to them, having them join the show and opening up Q&A. Hopefully everyone can ask a few questions and just figure out, you know, get a little more hype around this event. If it's going to the final event of theirs to really set it off with a bang or with uh, a lot of lighter fluid, I should say. So let's just jump right into the news. All right. What's everyone? Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. Here we go. News. Oh, I forgot last week's clip of the week. I was looking for this week's clip of the week. Nothing really stuck out. I, there was a few. There was like an old Benji clip that came circling around and I was like, damn, that was so good. But it actually wasn't recent. So then I realized that, hey, last week I totally skipped and I forgot clip of the week. But you guys might already know what it is. Ben Harold's bringing back the fucking wall jammer, right? The wall grip, the Spider-Man. I don't know what we're going to call that one. I think, I think Sweet, Sweets made something called, what is it called? The wall trap? It should be like the Spider-Man or, I don't know, the, the gecko, possibly? <laughs> Who knows? Do, do, those, do those suck? Maybe those suck. But Ben Harold brought it back, throwing it at, in such a great place. Um, the timing of that catch and then the SWAT I was literally I left a comment because like that's all I can think of like that's probably like how like I would try to get a fly on the wall but it was still an amazing trick and bringing again back that from the 20 2019 before shit hit the fan for the whole world 2019 that wall stall it's back the stall, yeah, wall stall, maybe, yeah, Ben's wall, yeah, exactly, so there you have it, that is last week's clip of the week, starting it off, and since that, I couldn't find anything that really, like, popped my eyes out of my head, you know, like, blew my brains all over the place, um, so we're gonna stick with that one, because it is epic, you know, June, Chris June, released one, a similar one, going from Goon out to it, which was pretty dope, but let's see, and maybe a resurgence of, the gecko of the Spidey, you know, throw your own nickname on it because wall stall, I guess wall stall, it rhymes, you know, I see the Dr. Seuss thing. We all grew up with that shit. So, okay. That, that might be the fine one. Hey, nice little segue right there. Chris June, three, six, five, Nick Stodd was on Dominards. I'm, I'm super, super happy as you see. 
so stoked that I want relieved that I fucking finally finished editing that shit. And now it is out for everyone to enjoy. Longest episode yet. Three hours of hanging out, talking about Dama. And learning about not only the history of those two, uh, of, of June and Stodd, as players, but as friends, as founders, uh, original members of Children of the Ken, C-O-T-K, the hottest group, I'm going to keep on using that term hot, from back in the day, the best team in the world, which has now kind of passed the torch on to the high receipts, there's a lot of praise even from those two to the high receipts in the episode, go check it out. Sad to say, though, hey, hey, warning, warning, Beep. the server that I've used for uploading the podcast, the podcast provider, it's on their end, is doing maintenance right now, and I believe by the end of tomorrow, hopefully tomorrow, they'll be finishing their maintenance. Uh, it's like a warning that I didn't see as I was uploading it and looking at the schedule and shit, my fault, but hey, it's still up on YouTube right now. It is up for all the people who are supporting on Patreon, thank you so much. So you can go watch the full vid there. Uh, but if you want to just wait another day or two, hey, you'll be able to listen to the full three hours deep nerding on Dominators episode 5-5. Be stoked for it. Oh, damn, bugs! Say it in the comments. He watched it two times already. Dude, six hours in. I mean, there's a lot of tidbits. There's a lot of like nerd homework in there as well. So take a notepad out. And jot shit down, okay? Uh, okay, okay, so let's go on other bits of news. Hey, you know, something that was brought up towards the end in the last Q&A was the analog candamas. You know, they had some, some, some hype trailer-esque type posts that they were having. Shiro translated in Japanese as castle, and that's why the imagery there was a little illustration of a castle. So it made sense right there in that, for, for the name and the image, but we still had no idea what, was, what it was going to be. Was it going to be a new shape? Was it going to be a new type of Tama, a new type of design series? Who knows? But then here it is. It came out. The Shiro, it be Adrian, officially has a pre-mod. You know, what the fuck is a pre-mod? Like, I understand what a pre-mod is right? Before their real mod. But why? <laughs> if you have in your sights that you're going to be making a pro, is it, I guess, I guess it's like, you know, in skateboarding for those who know, like you're, you're in the am category for a while before you get into pro, you know, your flow and then am and then pro. So but the pre-mod, like, it's just so confusing to me. I'd say, like, why not just have it be a pro-mod? What is so pre... What makes it the pre-mod? Is it, is it, like, the design isn't exactly what the person wanted, um, but, hey, we're just going to run with it? Or is it the people in charge of Analog, which I actually don't know, you know? I try to call myself a nerd, but I'm not so sure exactly uh, who, or who, I should say, is running Analog. I believe they're from California, right, guys? Or is it on their end saying like, hey, you're cool, Adrian, but not that cool. You're not going to be pro yet. Here's a pre-mod. We'll see if, if you sell 
I mean, this is just for my ass coming out. <laughs> if you sell, and then then we'll make you pro, because then we know that people will buy your mod. I'm, you know, that's just me spitting shit out. I, I mean, it's an interesting concept. Even on the bag, you know, it, it's like that old Fugazi shirt. It says, this is not a Fugazi shirt. It says, this is not a pro mod. Isn't that like a punch to the stomach? I kind of feel, you know? Just the sound of it. I would. Th I think like having it say pre-mod makes it worse. Personally, you look at other teams like oh hey, Chrome did it well with their signature mods, right? Their signature series. I kind of feel like that has a better ring to it. Again, just personally, the whole pre thing just sounds like hey yeah we're maybe we're not sure but maybe. I could just be taking it in a totally different way. But in any case, congrats, it be Adrian. Because there you go. There's a Tama. Um, there's a Tama right there. Pink. Teal. It, it kind of reminds me of the last, not the last the one before, 2017? Norks mod? The one before the flowers. So that is something. Hey, we're going more into new types of damas and hey, tr transitioning perfectly into types of mods for different people who are not technically pros, okay? Bam, sweet skin damas, letting y'all know, still in the bike world, this dude, which I'm not so sure, I'm not a BMX, big into BM, not at all actually, I don't know anyone besides Reed Stark and, and Dave Mira, what's his name? RIP. Johnny Rat. Oh man. Rakes? Yeah, Rakes. Rakes. I'm sorry, dude. The one after the Red Bull. J Bugs for the Norks mod. Um, yeah, so Sweets picked up another mob member. There is a nice explanation over on Instagram, so you go watch that because they do have a announcement kind of. YouTube edit, it's like about, oh, I forgot how long it was. It was like four mid, maybe a little longer. Zero explanation. I like the Instagram one. Maybe they should combine the two. Or maybe there's an unboxing where they explain more about that. But it's really cool to hear more about why this person has done these things. Um, rather than, because it's like, if you're not a BMXer, you can see that, okay, they chose a BMXer to be a BMX rider, a rider, to be uh, on the mob team. But if you don't know about BMX stuff, like, okay, it's gnarly stuff that he's ripping down, you know, rails and traversing all this crazy shit. But it's really interesting to hear more about the mod. And it's a really cool one. There's a lot of connections with meditation in this. Now, if you're someone who is down with that, or maybe not even down, but maybe interested, hey, who knows? Very interesting. There's a lot of, you know, like uh, spiritual, what is it called? Geometric Shit. <laughs> a lot of nice patterns. Um, sacred geometry. That's what it is. Sacred geometry. I mean, geometry is all over the world. So I guess all of it technically is sacred because it's just how I'm... What makes it sacred? It's been like holy watered. It looks really nice. Yes, that... Damajali says in the chat, his mod is really clean. In my opinion, one of the nicest looking sweets mods I've seen in a while. It is very put together. 
well. Uniform, everything looks great. The, the designs around the cups, the edges, connecting with the top, you know, that nice white, very simple white gold. What is that? A little black, yeah, black in there too. Natty popping out. Really, really, really nice vibe. I do enjoy it as well. And, you know, the, of course, with all the companies, they think about the tracking. So within the design process of the Tama, they had that in mind and it looks really cool and almost looks like bike spokes to me like looking at it quickly you know circles like bicycle jetting jetting it makes sense so that's a cool mod that came out congrats a new member on the mob it's getting bigger and bigger sweets is just just making a massive team almost like monopolizing and they're killing it doing it Beach Tama 2. Yep. Okay. More, more Damas coming your way. Locked Studios. Now, this is another one I've, I've talked about in the past a few times, talking about Locked Studios. Not even sure where they're from. I think they were from Vegas, possibly. Boston, where are you at? He's, he's got some of their stuff. Very interesting shape. Intricate. Not intricate, I should say. It's interesting. Not sure how well that plays. You know, it's really, really thinned out. I, I like how they stayed away from scooping, right? The scoop, the GT swoop, not scoop, <laughs> Baskin Robbins. They changed it up, but they still went for a light base cup, lighter ended base cup. So you're going to get some, some lunar slappage down with these guys, right? And you're going to get extra slap, extra grip with this. Israel Tama right here ISR collab that they're doing right now but again that base cup this is the only this is the thing I always look at and it catches my eye it to me it doesn't look that great just it seems really thin it almost looks like a Christmas tree in a weird ass way just for me like but you know what it doesn't matter so much how a kendama plays because oh it doesn't matter how it looks so much it's all about how it plays and if you are enjoying that kind of play in this style Hey, there you go. Again, Kendama is just like music. There's so many different versions. So you don't only have to listen to this, but you can also listen to that. And maybe some of that doesn't, you know, hit you in the right spot. So you want some of this from that end, like the greatest. So all these like new Kendama companies doing different stuff, keep it up. All right, new Kendama companies doing stuff. Quill Kendamas, Black Friday. Wait, wait, what does it say? All month long, black month, black November, uh, fifteen dollars, fifteen buck kendamas, five dollar cans. <coughs> Sorry about that. It, truthfully, it's kind of not a good look when you have like massive sales of your products. It's I really dope for the people who are like wanting to pick up something for the cheap on a budget. They want something new. Hey, maybe you haven't tried out Quill Kendamas before. I mean, they all they had really cool designed different types of wood that they used within their their uh, Kens. And I thought it was really cool. Also, interesting shape on that base cup. A lot of people are, you know, focusing on that. These newer companies and trying to figure out to put their own spin on it. So they definitely had that. But to, to just be like. I guess maybe not liquidating, but just having a massive sale. And that's pretty, pretty big. I don't know. Just personally, it's like, hey, like we're having a massive sale on all this shit. It's like, well, 
is there is there something that happened to that shit? You know, for all the OGs out there who remember the Crom headquarters, their first one, their their under not underground, their their B one basement headquarters, there was a sewage leak, pipe leak that happened one time, and it that sewage water doused a bunch of Chrome Deluxes back in the day. And they're like, shit, what do we do with this? <laughs> and you see what I did there? And they held off for a while and then they like let him, I forgot exactly, I gotta ask the Chromies about exactly what happened. They let the shit dry out <laughs> and they then resold them as really uh, on, on the cheaper side of it. So it just looks like, yeah, right? In the comments, is Quill on the way out? That's a question that you could see possibly, or maybe they want to create something new, but they can't because, you know, just thinking about it in the business world, you got to make money to get some sort of profit, some revenue coming your way to then turn it into more projects for your company to keep it growing. But if no one's buying, then you can't move on forward and create new stuff. So it's like, but if you're going to make everything cheaper, I feel like just just making more awareness of the shit that you still have could be beneficial or possibly taking instead of doing it cheaper, maybe do like bundles that are you feel like you get more value, right? As a customer, if you get a bunch, it's like, oh, you save like a little bit if you get this many, you know, I don't know. But that's one thing that I noticed um, from Quill. So we'll see what happens with Krill. Krill. <laughs> Krill. Um, here we go. Starting off all, all Ken. I like this. There's a lot of tiny, com not tiny, smaller end companies that are coming out in the forefront, making a lot of news this week. Serial Kendamas. Black Friday sales. I guess what they're starting already too. Holy shit. Like what's going to happen in the next five years? Black Friday is going to be starting up during the Halloween season. Why? Because, hey, it's spooky color black, Black Friday. Start getting the sales done. <laughs> in any case, there's new cans, new bundles, uh, mystery boxes. Starts November 11th. Okay, so what, what is that? Like Tuesday? Oh, no, the end of this week? It's coming up. So go check it out. I was really interested about their new styles of cans that they'll be dropping. Here you got some weng, weng, um, the, the wedgie right there. With some purple heart, cherry, here you got, here, uh, this one, I like some, some cherry, and, uh, what is that, rosewood, and then on the bottom, you can barely see it, they just announced it recently, uh, they had a post for it, birch, Chinese birch, so from, you know, Hundui, I've heard Sue in the past try out some birch from the Hundui factory, and was really not happy with it, so, I'm not sure, I've never played any any Hundui uh, China made birch and maybe I don't know you've never seen it from a lot of other companies as well maybe it's not the way to go we'll see but it's really interesting uh, splice and selection of woods that they put to go together so go check that out everyone Black Friday sales happening on the 11th of this month starting from cereal kendamas and might have to go check it out because you know they're they're just a, a stone's throw away over here in the JP bam another one what do you guys know about Kendama Bulgaria? Have you been following? Because, oh shit, I can't read that. Nine models, eight wood types, 
eight years of experience. You can get you guys see this? Four okay, then they show just the different types of Tamas. Not a fan of the uh the Tama design that they have on it, but okay, whatever. The the main part is the Ken. Alright? The Tamas, you can add as much uh different types of paint or like designs to it, but here you go, it says we are part of the, ev- the evolution. Worldwide shipping. Hashtag the secret Kendamas. Shit ain't no secret no more. Kendama Bulgaria dot BG. <laughs> Making new stuff. Very, very interesting shape. Very fat base cups. They have ring. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Very fat base cups. You can't really see it there in this picture. The background's so so dark. But it goes thin and it gets really, really fat. Really widens out in the base. Uh, interesting type of little ridge right here. It does soften out curved. And then right before it hits the cup, it's a solid cup. Solid cut right there. Um, people, we've been seeing the almost inversion of that recently with, you know, the, the Kusa Jet shape. Um, as well as the G spot shape from sweets and they're getting they're coming out with a lot of different different types of wood which is cool to see and one of the points that i thought was super interesting do i kind of find a picture of it they have grooves on the stall points on top of the cans where you'll be perching for bird nightingale little bird as well as as the handle yeah yeah, yeah. look at that look at that you see, you see those grooves you see those grooves right there Stall point. You can see a little bit on the top. These little lines. They look like pretty hard engraved stall points. Is that cheating? I mean, not cheating. You're, you'll be locking it. If you're licking and you have those ridges, what does it matter anymore? Is it make, making it easier is cheating? Yeah, I kind of, yeah. But you still have a good time. When you popped in Game Genie to try to beat Aladdin on the Sega Genesis, you just had to because... Playing the original game took time. It was difficult if you were not a master. So pop in those genie codes, okay? But that's another one that's popped up and is interesting to see these smaller companies coming in for it, you know? Exactly. Cheat codes looks fun. Hey, why not? Why not? Again, smaller companies doing new things that maybe would be frowned upon if the, the, the bigger, you know, the top, the big three did it so here you have it and holy shit thank god dow origins ain't going anywhere last week's episode we were talking about saying adieu to kendama france and native kendama you guys did you guys know about that pro shapes they're gone they're going away so go to kendama depot uh the, the native's website and pick up a pro shape if you're interested. The origins, they had a post that said, we're going offline, dot, dot, dot. Who knows what was happening? We didn't know at all. They weren't saying goodbye, but they said we were offline. You go check out the website. It was completely down. Now they're back, relaunched, huge selection at the top, all hand-painted, very unique, new stuff coming out. Happy that they're sticking around. Excited about that. Uh, bop, bop, bop. Hey, still within Europe. Events. Come on, hit me up. Kendama Hanover. 
KenFest number seven is happening this weekend, starting from this Friday going into Saturday. If you're in Germany in Hanover, go check it out. There'll be a lot of peeps there. It's just getting better and better. Ken Battles 2 versus 2 freestyle. Two on two freestyle. Holy shit, I didn't even catch that before. Wait, wait, wait. We're getting in the ring? Like, worldwide wrestling type shit? Tag in, tag out, doubles at some point? B-boy style, but freestyle? I'm down. I hope there is a good cinematographer going out there to film the entire thing, to get a lot of stuff. Maybe there's going to be people doing some live streams of it. Be on the lookout. It's happening this weekend. Mini games, raffles, and more, of course. So dope. Bop, bop, bop. Ooh, okay, we only got a few more, a few more. You, what's up? Oh, hey. Yes. Art. Kelly, I love art. You know, she's been one that has been doodling so much. A lot of really, really great burns, good lines, great shading, really good technique on a lot of her designs. And, you know, she's hitting the heart of all the Ghibli fans out there with this recent one. Look, you got Neko Bus, you got... You got whatever this dude's name was with the gnarly mustache. Yeah, it'll be me one day. Sans hair. Okay. You got Totoro's not looking the greatest, but still, you know, hey, hey, it's okay, MJ Totoro's. Here you got the little ponyo. It's shot in the head. You got, um, oh, what was his name? What was his name? The River from Spirited Away, the River Boy. Another, another, oh, poor, Yakult just got destroyed hunting season for this poor guy, Princess Mononoke, oh, shot right in the head, so maybe the placement wasn't the greatest, hey, Calcifer's looking good, um, oh, that's gotta be the best one, that's gotta be the best one, Ren, Ren, Den, Dean, her mask, Princess Mononoke, oh my gosh, and the holes lined up right with the head, Look at the line on the on the on the the headdress right there, the fur. That's some quality stuff. And on a white Tama. Come on, white. Such a clean cut of a Dama. You got, you got no face with some Makarokoroskes, not in the same canon, but hey, there you go. Go check it out. For all the anime heads out there. Cause there's plenty of them. All you hentai's, get them. Hey, are you from Australia? Because it's time to create us around Australia. Go check it out. If you live down under, try to figure it out around Australia. Do you, does everyone have an around whatever? You know, that was the thing, especially in Japan. All of the teams, the groups within Japan for Kendama, everyone had their own around what, like something, something. All right. We definitely have one in my neck of the woods with the Sioux Lab, the, the Sink Boys. We created around Dasaitama. Really dope trick. It was really awkward, but if you got the flow of it, it would look really, really nice. But it's actually meant to make it look kind of like janky. But here it is. Australia. It's time to create. So very interested to see what is going to happen. A cool new way to get around the cups, spikage. And to see it the way that they do it down under. You know, maybe there's going to be a boomerang, you know, coming here and there. Koala type eucalyptus jam. Who the hell knows? I flow Ken Thomas is, is putting it all together. So awesome to see that. Bop, bop, bop. Got that one. Got that one. Only a few more. And then we're going to have friends over. Ryland Marley talking about Thomas of the Death. So I want to jump into that quick. Uh, if you have any questions for the two, start using that question tool right down there. 
Okay. Oh, edits. Really quickly. Edits you have to go see. All right, so Soul Kendamas, Alex Mitchell released one that's called Only Lunars. But the funniest thing, I mean, it's only like two and a half minutes. So that's kind of, that sucks. You know, just put it on Instagram. Don't, don't send me all the way to, to YouTube to watch two minute and a half, two and a half minute video. But the funny thing is that it's called Only Lunars and the first trick, not a lunar. <laughs> you know, you, I gotta like be, hey guys, come on. I came here for Only Lunars. And what do you give me? Fucking whirlwind. All right. <laughs> but the one you do have to see is high receipts. Hiroshima edit. Miyajima. They went out. It's a great edit. Uh, Soma was saying that it's his best one. The best one that they put together. I disagree. I think the, the, the legacy mod that they just put out, that edit is the best one for me. That shit gave me chills. This one's good. They put it up on YouTube, on Instagram so you can watch it there. It's only like three minutes and a little bit, but you can watch it on YouTube as well. Go give it some love on YouTube as well as on Instagram. Leave comments and shit. Share that stuff um, because the high receipts, it's just expensive and they're on a deal right now. They've started Black Friday early too. So jump on the deal of the high receipts and share the love because that shit, these guys are the future. Here we go. I do have clip of the week for this week. And this is it before we talk about, we're, we're getting to the death of the Dama. Jabberwockies? Is that you? Shit. No, that's easy. Bringing it in, creating a super steezy display of Kendama play with dance. Done so well, like I could see this going viral, like around the world, getting other eyes, new eyes onto Kendama in this way and having it like, I don't know if they're like, he's maybe like, depending on the Jabberwockies, they might feel like, hey, you're ripping, but no, it's so dope. If you guys didn't know, Dave Mateo was a part of the Jabberwockies for a bit back in the day. And I mean, this is just so amazing to see, like, you know, give me chills to see come together after, depending on where you were in the world, you know, if you were in Japan, dance, kendama, it was easy. If you were anywhere else, North America, I'm not sure about Europe, if we had anyone over there, but Europe, I mean, North America, Dave. And this is just a melt right there. So that is, there you have it. Clip of the week. That's all. So now, Rylan Marley is going to jump in right now. We're going to be talking dama to the death. Final. <laughs> what is up? What is up? Thank What's you. Up, dude? Good morning, sir. Thanks for joining uh, the weekly Dama News to share a little bit of more information on Dama to the Death. For sure. Thanks the for funeral. Me. The funeral of <laughs> Dama to the Death. Marley, thanks for joining. Everyone, I hit these dudes up just the last night, thinking like it would be cool if they could make it. Let's talk about the event, you know, hype it up a little bit more for everyone who's been thinking about going. If you're in the area, make your way down to Florida to hang out for the final. So let me just hand it off uh, to you guys. Is this the final? It's going to be my opening question. Is this the final? Dumbest of the death. Glad to say it is. Dama to the Death 5, the final burn. It is the last one. So uh, sad to see it go, but um, what's the saying from Batman? Either die the hero or 
enough to be the villain. And so um, we've lived long enough to already be the villain. So it's time to be a hero. Uh, <laughs> the switch off. There you go. Number five. Yeah. Hey, I mean, that's it's a, it's a good number. But still, you know, you guys have been putting a lot of work. Um, for everyone who, who doesn't know, these two created Hone Media, you know. <laughs> AKA back in the day, you know, from skilderness days, creating different types of content on YouTube, being a little tongue in cheek, maybe possibly a little too much on the uh, Facebook Kendama, you know, yeah. collective. Yeah. Creating, creating their, their own, their own path, their own way of doing stuff, which is really cool down in Florida. Cause I mean, even in the U S you know, everyone has the running joke about, Oh, Oh, everything, you know, crazy shit happens in Florida. You know, Oh, they're from Florida. I see. I understand. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and here in a, in a in a good way it holds true you guys bring something fresh something new to the kendama scene um so so let's hear about what's going to be going down in this final burn why are you guys excited for it what are the plans why should people make their way out marley you want to handle that one i mean of course it being the last one and we are we we are able to say we are the only event like this um, in the world where everyone burns at the end. Um, so, you know, well, I don't know. Group... there's a lot of weed smokers and, you know, other types of events. So, <laughs> oh, there's plenty of that there too. There's plenty of that, but, uh, you know, one of the, one of the things we've always talked about since the first one that's unique about Dama to the Death specifically, um, in, in all sporting competitions, not beyond Kendama is it's one of the only events where um, you you focus on what you're losing more about what you're winning, um, and that's that's really made it a unique standout event. And a lot of people come in there not asking, you know, what what are the prizes? What's this? What's that? They come in being like, "Do I burn my fresh one? Do I play my my broken in one that got a chip base cup? You know, in case I lose it." Mm -hmm. um, and so. It's a conversation every year we have with lots of players. Um, and I think that's just, that alone makes it just so unique and such a standout. Um, and uh, it being the last one, you don't, you don't want to miss out that last opportunity to get in there. And um, I'll say nothing, uh, there's no, no thing I've ever done in my life with more camaraderie than um, standing around a big pile of burning cans with heavy metal music playing and everyone just kind of rocking out. If you look at some of our past videos, it is just a good time. It is so fun. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And it's a so, good way to uh, just, you know, bring that your community together. You know, people, I've, especially in the East Coast, I feel it's still a growing scene, you know, from from South going all the way up North, the East Coast, you know, maybe I don't know what the deal is, but it seems like West Coast is a lot more. There's a lot more people that are possibly open to it. Not sure exactly what the mindset is, um, but how do you guys feel about the Florida scene? I mean, I think from <clears throat> when we started five years ago to where it is now, it's it's like totally different. I mean, you have people have came and went, but, you know, the first jam I ever hosted was here in Orlando. And, you know, we had like five people and those five people, only like two of them were actually from Orlando. 
we had some from Tampa, from South Florida. Like that was most of the people in Florida that came to this jam. And so going from that to kind of like what you see at Dama to the death. And then there's all these new pockets of players in different parts of, you know, they're in Gainesville, Tallahassee, Miami. Now Tampa mm. is a big one. St. Pete's a big one. Now Orlando kind of has its own thing going now. Uh, you know, we, we, I, I was saying before, like, you know, just because Dama to the death is going away, doesn't mean the Florida scene's going away, you know, and that's kind of what we wanted to do in the beginning in the Skilderness days was show people that like, look, all you got to do, like, it's, it's true. If you build it, they will come, you know, yeah, yeah. all these people came out of the woodwork and once they connected, like everybody kind of found their tribe, they're all part of the big one, but like some people, you know, the, 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 the people really came out of the woodwork and, um, now, now I feel like they, the, the community's there now. People can kind of do whatever, and and so um, it, it's definitely a lot bigger now and more diverse for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, that's dope, and especially to look at that how Dominus of the Death started, and then towards the later half, you know, a lot more of the I guess the bigger companies they were sending their pros out, mm-hmm. and you know, bringing more more. Uh, prizes you know having Mm -hmm. booths out and stuff and that's really good because then you get even more people being like okay hey this is more legitimized as well as Mm -hmm. i have a chance to connect with more people or just see a player a pro player and stuff so that was that was such a dope thing to see more of the bigger companies supporting you guys by doing yeah it definitely took a long time for it to be taken seriously uh and yeah. uh you know you you, sh- you shook that tree pretty joke. hard dude early on <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was a joke at first you know and yeah. um if it wasn't for marley though because he was the one like I, we laughed about it and then we were quiet for a second and the gears were turning of like maybe we should actually he was asking like we should actually like try that and i was like oh come on and and you know we got the kind of the ball rolling from from then on and so uh but yeah we were a little uh we had no we had no anything in the beginning with kendama no clout no company we were nobody so um the only way that i thought i could make some noise was by you know beating everybody over the head with a baseball bat and um making sure <laughs> that they saw that this people people saw the event you know and yeah, yeah. we kind of had to d- deal with that later on but i think where it's at now everything was totally worth it totally yeah. worth it especially all the flack that i got that's all fine water under the bridge you know because look at it now and um like you said, pros coming down, cash prizes now, and we have like legitimate venues for it. And, and, and you know, we have Liquid Death and PBR sponsoring yeah, here. Yeah. And so, I mean, uh, it's definitely gone from zero to like a hundred. And uh, I, I count five years a short amount of time, but um, it, it's been a long journey. But yeah, it, it's great yeah yeah nice so what are the uh where are you guys right now you know it's it's happening this weekend mm-hmm. what's the setup like are you guys pumped is, is there is there a little little tension rising <clears throat> uh i'll say i i moved to atlanta a few year uh, a few months ago um so i've been planning this entire event remotely um mm. so i'm very nervous uh, i know it's gonna be fine gonna be good um but planning planning this big of an event uh not in orlando has been pretty difficult um but ryan's been good ground support because he's still down there um 
And uh, I know it's going to go off without a hitch because, you know, we, we both put so much work into it and I, it's keeping me up every night, but I'm so pumped for it. I can't wait to be to get it. I, not, I mean this in the best way, but I can't wait to get it over with. Um, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a fun, it's just such a fun day and it's such a fun event. The pre-party school we have um, this year, we're having uh, Not For Kids hosting a pink slip contest at the pre-party like they did at NACO. Um, so that's going to be a new element. And that kind of takes some stress off of us because we're like, here's a microphone. You guys do what you got to do and, and we'll just get players registered and kind of focus on what we got to get done. Um, but generally, yeah, I think I'm super excited, but also can't wait to, to knock it out and be done. Yeah. So this is the pre-party nice. on Friday. And then on Saturday is the, the contest and the pre-party is just a, you know, seven to 10 PM kind of hang out last minute registration, things like that. The not for kids, uh, contest music drinks, you know, kind of like a, the welcome in. And then, uh, Saturday, right down the street at a place called sports town from 12 to 10 is the, the day contest. And so I'm going to be out in their back parking lot and, um, PBR who's sponsored, uh, is, uh, supplying the stage for us. So we'll actually have like a platform stage with truss and lighting and all this on it. And so Ooh. one thing that we've noticed every year, uh, is that every year we get a little bit better, you know, um, from starting in a public park to last year, holding it on the stage was pallets put together. And now we actually have a functioning stage sponsored by, um, a national beer brand, you know, um, uh, it, it's definitely, we're, I'm excited to see that. I'm just excited to see the progress, you know, uh, each year and, um, it really makes it all worth it. You know, the, the, the support it's gotten as a, it, it's only scaled upward. Yeah. Yeah. So on the day of the event, what are, what's the schedule looking like? Um, <clears throat> we'll like the day basically starts around noon. We'll start checking players in. Um, it is a one day comp. We have two events. We have pro freestyle and Ken. Um, both are double elimination. So anyone who's watching, anyone who's coming, get there early because we are starting right away and it's a nonstop train until the end of the night because we got to get it all done before, <laughs> before 10 PM. Um, mm. So we, yeah, so we're, we're going to start matches probably about 1230. Um, Amken starts around 1230. We'll run through all of that. Uh, last year we had 39 players. I think this year we're going to hit around 50. So that's at least a um, hundred matches of Ken plus that we yeah. need to get through before about 6 PM when we get into pro freestyle, which is also already stacked this year. Mm. Um, <clears throat> we have, <laughs> Some of the some of the big names coming down. We've got Wyatt Bray coming to defend his his title. Um, yes. Zach Magnuson's coming back down to see if he can take that last win. He's won it a few yeah. times. Um, from the Soul team, we've got Lyndon, Alex Mitchell, Chad, Ooh, and Kevin nice. are coming down. Um, and then we've got a lot of new players that I'd never heard of coming out of the woodwork and going for we. Pro freestyle is open to anyone that wants to compete. It's just kind of like, you know, if you want to jump on stage and, and face off with some of these other players, we won't stop you. But, you know, <laughs> you can play an Amcan too. Um, but yeah. we've got a lot of new players and I'm, I'm excited to see them come out um, and see, you know, maybe someone's going to come out and just sweep the whole thing and be this new face that no one's heard of. Uh, that's what I'm kind of yeah. hoping for. That'd be sick. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's dope. That's dope. The different uh, companies, will there be any like vendors? Yeah, we're going to have um, Kendama Depots coming down to vend. Um, nice. And then we're going to have Soul and Kusar have, have booths. And then um, Nice Guy Novelties um, is coming down. Random, I, I don't know a whole lot about Nice Guy Novelties, but I'm excited to see what they, they show up with. I've seen, I know they're at ATLO, um, but I missed the second day of ATLO. Um, but I know I'm excited to see what they've got coming down. And it's just fun to have vendors. <laughs> Nice, nice. Um, free liquid death all day. So, oh, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We they always just hook us up with a whole palette. Um, we're getting still sparkling and all their flavors. So we're just all day. You, you if you're dehydrated, just run in, ask for liquid death. You get it handed to you right there, and we'll keep everyone nice and safe and hydrated. And then PBR will keep everyone a little loose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> on the other end sweet 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 is there any uh kind of uh mask regulations you know the whole world you know getting flipped over a few years ago how are you guys and you guys the, the last number four of jump to the desk was like right as you know shit was getting serious um yeah so Learning. how's how's this one gonna go down well, three was three. Dawn to Death three was the February right before the whole world shut down. Oh, okay, okay, four, yeah, yeah. Four was um, when things were starting to kind of open up and get a little more more open, and now now things are a bit more um, safer. But I mean, uh, be, having the event entirely outdoors is definitely um, a priority of us, just for safety measures. Yeah. Um, it, it definitely helps. We're not requiring any masks or anything. They're highly encouraged, um, just like being vaccinated is. But uh, it's also in Florida where there kind of aren't a lot of. They never really took the pandemic too seriously in the first place. But, <laughs> but we're we're taking it seriously. We're um, you know trying to keep everyone outside. The weather's looking pretty solid, and uh, mm. and the venue inside too is is pretty open. It's not like a tight space. So as long as people don't like huddle in and get close, it should generally be pretty safe. Nice. The fire nice. will keep the germs away. Yeah, the fire yeah. will burn everything away. At the, end right. of the, night. <laughs> the closer you get, yeah, the cleaner it is. Yeah. The cleaner the air is. Uh, so there's registration. You were mentioning for joining the comp, right? Yeah. So how about for the people who just want to go and watch it? Anyone's welcome to come. Totally free open invite. Come hang out. Check out some damas. Uh, the vendors will be there. Liquid deaths for everybody. And just hang out and have a good time. Um, part of part of our goal with our event every year is to just make it fun for everyone. Uh, a lot of people have told us that Dom to the Death just kind of feels like a big party in the parking lot with mm. a Kinox competition on top of it. So um, plenty of people come out and just hang out and stay all day, watch the comp. Um, part of why we put the pro freestyle at the end of the night is uh, it's kind of this big... Uh, spectacle for people to just all the AM players who played so many matches of Ken that they're exhausted just get to sit back and watch the pros do their thing on stage. Uh, we usually pull a pretty decent crowd of non Kendama people, especially once a pro free freestyle starts, mm. that just sit there and are amazed at what they're seeing. Um, One thing I yeah. love about Dominant to the Death is when the, the non player uh, spectators come and 
they watch the whole contest and then we do the burning after they'll come up to us and be like, so this is Kendama, right? We're like, yeah. And they think that every contest is like this. And then they, we, we burn that at all of the contests and this is how Kendama's played. And so we always have to tell them like, no, 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 or this is the more extreme side of things. But uh, yeah, no, for spectators, it's a lot of fun. You know, sports town too has pool tables inside arcade games, ping pong, things like that. Uh, food, drinks, all of that. And, you know, yeah, with the vendors and, and in the area, it's in, in Orlando, it's called the Milk District. And there's a bunch of different small businesses and restaurants and stuff around that as well. And so um, we'll, we'll see people, non-players, players come in and out. And yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Nice, nice. So it is going to be a pretty long day for you guys as everyone who's competing, watching, and especially for you guys organizing. Got a good question that just came up. Is the competition going to be live streamed? I was actually thinking about this the other day. Um, what we usually do is probably something like this. Um, I'll probably hook my phone up to this the Dama to the Death account and just live stream it on Instagram on a tripod. Yeah. And uh, it's just, we'll probably only do the finals just because Kendama can drag out, especially Ken matches, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, the finals, we'll try our best to um, uh, also with like the, the connections in the parking lot. Like, who knows? We don't have like an official camera crew live streaming anything or anything like that. So we'll try to on the Dama to the Death Instagram. There you go, everyone. So stay tuned, go and follow. So, uh, what's what, what's going to happen? How what is there any secrets that we could that could be leaked for right now? Like, is there any like special merch that you could get? There is going to be going down. This we we cut back on merch pretty heavily this year, but we do have something we've talked about since Dama to Death one wanting to make, and I have one right here. It's a Dama to the Death matchbook <laughs> so, nice. um, that's that's pretty much it um we we've we have um that's that's generally it for merch those will be free at the event too um i've been handing them out at uh atlo i was at a kinama jam last night at george marshall's place gave out some up there so Oh, okay. getting them out there. Um, you can they, the registration QR codes on the back. But yeah, nice. we'll have a big stack of them at the event for anyone who wants one. Um, all right, all right. Hey, you know, a, a few a few weeks ago, maybe like a month ago, there was that little clip that uh, Josh Flowgrove did. You know, with the toothpick. Now here's your yeah. uh, here's your chance. You know what the fucking get that fire yeah. going. The match, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, with, other than that, I don't know if we have too many other secrets. Um, we're I'll pretty a lot of people keep asking us, it, and I find this so full circle and ironic that you know, Dom to the Death got so much uh shit in the beginning to where now that we say, Oh, it's the last one, you know, everyone's reacting like Elvis or Michael Jackson just died, and they're like, Oh my god, we loved this event, why? and it's like, Oh, now you want to tell me. You know, and uh, uh, and people keep saying like, oh, somebody else should carry it on or someone else should do it in a different region. Or I saw Dan's comment in here and we, we've talked to some other people about it. We will sell you Dama to the death <laughs> if anybody wants to buy it. So no. uh, 
I'm not kidding about that. So, <laughs> um, we're open to ideas and things like that. It's just, you know, we put a lot of heart and soul into this and, you know, I'll, I'll say that it's like, Oh, like, why are we stopping doing it? You know, it's, it's, if you've ever ran a contest before, you, if you've ever even hosted a jam before, you know, it's a lot of work, but like the months of planning that goes into this and the, so much like we give the spectatings free we give the matchbooks away for free last year we gave away most of the shirts for free you know mm. we barely break even every single time yeah. and we do it because we love kendama we believed in the idea and we really just wanted people to have fun and also you know i'm almost 30 and i still love playing kendama and hey it's not just for kids and, and and guys like us can enjoy it too, you know. And um, you know, uh, Kendama is one of those communities that, yeah, I might have ruffled some feathers in, but I still loved it, you know, dearly, and still do. But um, if anybody wants to continue it, you know, hey, shoot me an email. Uh, I'd be happy to uh, have our people talk to your people. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, we got a, a few people already uh, in the chat asking about prices and whatnot. So go, so hit up, you know, uh, honed media or down to the death, DM them to get more info on that. But so at the end of the day, the story is, it was just too much for you guys or, or just a, 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 an event that, of course you loved, like you were mentioning this whole time we've been mm-hmm. talking, you put a lot of effort into it, a lot of, got a lot of slack as well. And to continue mm-hmm. through that, to, to keep yeah. it running, is it, it just like, it, you're just seeing a different path for you. So it's like, maybe it's not the time to just keep it going. Like you have to focus on other stuff. Yeah. So me and Marley both work full time doing so. And this is the thing, like it's been so long Like in the five years that we've done this, our lives have changed so much. Marley doesn't live in Orlando anymore. I, yeah. I live in like Lake Mary outside of Orlando. And um, also like, like we were like neighbors when we started this, like literally. Mm. And we both sort of had part time job. I didn't even have a job at the time. And we just had the extra time. We had the energy. Yeah. We literally started Skilderness out of the dumpster at Disney world. Like, yeah. uh, literally Marley found a bunch of pins in there and we sold those to raise the money <laughs> to start everything. Yeah. Like it literally came from nothing. And, um, and so, but that's the thing too, like, uh, Marley doing the event planning side, me doing the marketing side of things because of Dama to the death. We both used it on our resumes. He moved to Atlanta to get this job in event planning where he travels all around the country. Now, even around the world, uh, planning these huge events. And I work for a company that's based in Tennessee, but also works in Florida now doing marketing for 14 of their different companies. And, you know, um, we we both put Dama to the, and that was always a thing that our employers went to because they were like, what is this Dama? You see death on a resume. They're like, what? Yeah. And you show them the videos, all the videos we had, all the players clips that we had, all the shirts that we made, the graphics that we made, the logo, the event itself and everything there. And, Oh, you just did this for fun and nobody employed you to do this. And it, it showed that we were willing to do it because we liked doing it. And we were passionate about it. And I think that is what the key was of people being like, hey, I want you to, can you do something like that for me? Mm -hmm. You know? And um, so like now that we're at that point where it was always kind of this stepping stone thing. Mm. And um, 
I think we just like we're barely squeezing this one in as it is, you know, yeah. um, uh, like Marley has to fly down and like take off of work to do that. And then he's already traveling for work enough as it is. And then I'm like all all the way up until probably like Friday at two o'clock is when I'm still working full time and trying to like last night I was trying to cram in stuff early. So I didn't have to do it next week because I need the weekend for down to the death. Yeah. And so it's just like a time thing. And, you know, mm-hmm. just, um, uh, I, again, uh, we always don't see much of a return from it. We don't even expect a big one this year, you know? And, uh, so like, so that, for example, too, just to can go on that, like PBR is just sponsoring the stage. They're not paying us $10,000 to put this on liquid right, death. Right. They're not paying us five grand. They give us yeah. a pallet of free liquid death. Yeah. So it looks great, but you know, we don't get any monetary sponsorship out of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, so yeah, it's, you know, and, and then a lot of other people when they sponsor like the Kendama brands, like we're doing a thousand dollar cash prize where we just made the money back because we put already the money out there saying that we'll pay the thousand dollars for the cash prize. So mm, it's just, that, okay. you know, and yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that being all said, I do want to say a big, big thank you to all the Kendama brands who do come in and do pay the sponsorship fees or even just send prizes and stuff. Cause it's no secret that even the biggest Kendama brands are still very small companies. So, um, mm-hmm. at, you know, asking for cash and prizes and stuff is, is, um, never need it. I wouldn't say it's a hard conversation, but, but I know what it's like to run a small business and, uh, it's difficult to put that money up. So to the ones that do and the ones who have since even one, um, mm-hmm. I think, uh, I was looking at the poster. Kusa has sponsored every event we've ever, ever hosted from Dominated F1 until now. So, and big shout out to them. Soul has been a huge um, partner. Um, and, and all the other brands in between that have just come out and, and supported us from the get go all the way until now. The ones who have come and gone to, um, shout out to them. Thanks for what you did. Sorry to see you go, but you know, we're on our way out too. Um, that's another yeah. thing I want to mention about Dominus to the Death is that a lot of players I've talked to say that, uh, they see, um, I was having this conversation with Chad, uh, Chad Covington. He's saying he sees a lot of events just pop up and they're really cool and then they disappear. Um, he says he's like, he doesn't see a lot of events that have like, this is our last one. He doesn't see that often. So that's kind of a, a cool thing. And I mean, us, we just used it to milk marketing, but uh, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is it is sad to see, but it is also... I don't know. There is the heart when you do say that this is the last one because you know you're you're making a statement with that, not just you know mm-hmm. just flaking out on whatever things that happen. Um, That's the thing too. It's like we didn't want to leave people hanging because we do believe that Dama to the Death has like a a cult following. People make art for it. People have made their own shirts for it. People would burn Dama to the Death into their kendamas. Um, and people like, we've seen people dress up for it, you know, and, <laughs> you guys uh, are like the guar of, uh, yeah, of yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And yeah. We'll so, spray everyone with blood this year. <laughs> <laughs> we just didn't want to leave everybody hanging, you know, at least we yeah. can do the final, that's why, you know, the final burn together and then yeah. you know, sail it off into the sunset and we're all good, you know? Yeah. yeah. We have, yeah. 
a couple players uh, who also have been there since the first one. Um, Annie Eccles, Troy Matsugudo, um, Darlene. Both of them, Troy won the first one. Um, yeah. And both of them have been at every single Domus of the Death. Annie, Annie has been like our secret support because uh, she'll show up and help manage the refs, help manage the whole event. Um, she's helped every single one. Um, been a big part in just making it happen. Um, and we, she's one of many people who've been been there to support it and just helped create the cult of Dhamma to the death that is today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, another thing that I wanted to say, you know, might have been difficult for you guys putting it through and creating it every time and not seeing so much of a, of a return, but still, I think the spirits of the people that went to the event, the connections that were made, the friendships, as well as, you know, possibly, you know, just new, new people to jam with. And that's another thing that Kendama is you, you need. And I always feel bad with when I hear people in the comments of whatever saying like, ah, oh, like I got no one in my town that I can jam with because it is such a communal thing where you can totally just grind on your own and even like jams with friends, you know, sometimes there's just a few people talking and everyone's just grinding in front of the camera or some shit, but it, it's still, it's still really important. And for you guys to do that again, you know, in the East coast for some odd reason, it's not picked up so much, but for you guys to create that place that people can connect, hopefully it's continued and who knows in another like few years, someone might be like, Hey, we're going to make an event down in Miami where we fucking throw our kendamas in the ocean at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Burial at sea. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that's, that's that. So dudes. And, and thanks uh, to you, th- man, for you promoted it a few times too. And thanks for having us on. And, uh, uh, so big shout out yeah. to you and all the, like the Kendama media people, like people in Kendama who, cause we understand that side as well. And that's a whole yeah. difficult side of things too. And so, um, that's definitely a passion project for anybody who's done anything like that. And so, uh, uh, yeah, be sure to support their Patreon and all that other stuff that they do. So yeah, that? thanks Thank again. You. No, of course. Of course. You know, we got to help each other out. We're always just here, just picking each other up. It's like, at a, you know, when you're in the pit, you're not just smashing people in the face. You know, you got to pick a few people up too. Mm-hmm. catch them while they're stage diving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but thank you guys for, for jumping on short notice to talk about the event. Everyone who, if you're in the area, go, it's going to be the last one. You don't want to only see it on Instagram. You want to be there. If you can make the time go out, even if you're just going to watch, you don't have to burn your dama go out have fun connect with people in the area uh even if it's a drive there's a few questions for everyone for you guys right now hopefully doing some q a if anyone right now has any more questions fill up we only got two so let's check out the questions here we go from first one x large is home media going to continue or will it end with down to the death five Great question. Um, is is Hone Media going to continue or end it down to the death five? Uh, it's going to end with down to the death five. Yeah. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. So yeah. So what? To to, to to on that, I'll say that Marley and I have done a lot 
we've tried a, a lot of different things. You know, we had Skilderness, honed the blog of Home Media. We tried the yeah. Devil's Advocate podcast. You know, yeah. we've done jams. We've done other events outside of Dominant to the Death, King of the Swamp, Cans and Cans, um, mm. a handful of others I'm probably not even naming. But yeah. we both agreed that Dominant to the Death was like the best thing we've ever created. Out of our whole Kendama journey, Dominant to the Death is the masterpiece for sure. Mm. And so, with everything else that was going on with us, you know, we figured like, how about we just cut our losses with everything else, and Dama to the death is going to be the thing. And so, like, that was like three and four. Okay. And um, then, just as time as life went on, you know, um, with five, uh, I remember we were even having the discussion of like, what are we going to do? You know, like after five, like what's going to happen to Hone Media after that? You know, like yeah. we don't write the blog posts anymore. Um, you know, we, we tried, we tried selling Hone Media at one point to a, a certain Kendama company and, uh, mm. all of this, and that didn't work out. And, um, uh, blah, 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 blah. But long story short, uh, yes. So Hone Media will dissolve after Dominic to the Death 5. Oh shit. Pulling the plug. Mm-hmm. And I hate being a part of that group too, because, you know, you see Kendama brands come and go and whatnot. And I'll say this too, like we tried, I tried everything, <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything, definitely. you know, we made Kendamas even too, with soul and all this. And it's like, yeah. it is incredibly difficult. And so I'm not one, I'm not a quitter. And so like, it's, I've tried every avenue of everything that I could do. And so I, uh, it's just hard, you know, like, I'm not saying that people didn't support us. They did, mm. but it, it's just a, you gotta, I really admire Chad Covington because every day that dude is out somewhere hustling soul. Yeah. He's at every, he's flying to events, going around the world, supporting other people. He supported us and he, he is open to everything. And, um, but I noticed after like meeting with him and hanging with him, it, it, it's just all, it's all, it, you have to commit a hundred percent to it. Yeah. And um, it's just something that we couldn't do with our resources. You know, Marley, what was it? We, we started students with the stuff out of the garbage. And then like, I think the first Dama to the death cost $500. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, it's, it's not like we ever had a capital investment in anything right. or, or anything like that. And so it was literally built from scratch. And so to maintain that while doing everything else that you do in your life, mm-hmm. it, it's just been difficult. So that's the real, and we've tried. So uh, to use a cliche though, it is better to burn out than fade away. And that's exactly go. what we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. News. Weekly Dama News, breaking news. Hone Media will be going down in flames with Dumps of the Death 5. Sad to see them go. But yes, there still be uh, uh, the, the history for those who remember um, of the things that, that happened within Hone Media, Skilderness, Dumps of the Death. There's another question. Let's check that one out. Oh, what the hell? It disappeared. Oh shit! There was two. Now it's gone. Yo, if someone else who who was not X Large, if you had another one, let me know. Uh, and let me scroll really quickly. I think someone else did have another question that they put in the chat. Oh, 
Dan Robinson, is there any possibility that geometry that could be carried onto a different region in a similar fashion like Sacred Classic? So we know that. Hit up DM <laughs> Dumb to the Death. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Home media. There, um, there is a lot of discussion about it, but but as far as the original Dama to the Death in Orlando hosted by us, this is yeah. the final one. But this is it. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see uh we'll see what may come after. Mm. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's 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 never ending. So you guys will still be Ken Dama players, still picking it up, still jamming, going oh, to yeah. events and possibly, Definitely. you know, who knows here and there. If you find time to create something, I'm sure, you know, you've had the passion in the past to make those moves. You have experience now. Um, but, you know. As, as everyone, you know, people find their own paths. People figure something out that actually they had didn't have planned come their way in their life. So you got to take a, a detour here and there. And just like you were saying, Ryan, it's like you for, for these things, it you do have to put in like 100 percent to really, really make it work, to really continue it and drive that motivation for the people who are doing it and the people who are stoked and and buying the product and supporting you on your end. Mm. So definitely, you know, hats off to you guys for pushing yourselves to to keep it going uh, as far as you did. It's really dope. Yep, thank you. Awesome. Well, everyone... Thanks for joining Weekly Dama News. This is the end for this one. Special thanks to Ryland and Marley, Dama to the Death Home Media, for sharing uh, more of their side of the story and sharing the things that will happen in the final Dama to the Death. Again, everyone, where can they get information if they're interested in going? So if you go into the Dama to the Death Instagram uh, there's a story highlight that has the flyer of all the sponsors. And then there's a few other slides that have the locations of the pre-party on this Friday. And then on Saturday it has the location time, all that for uh, the contest. Um, and if you want to pre-register, you still can, you can go to the link in bio it's honemedia.bigcartel.com. And there's the pro and am registration. How much is am Marley? Am right now is 20 and pro is 30. Um, day of both of those will double so definitely register pre-register um friday night of the pre-party is the last day to do it at the the lower rate Mm -hmm. Um, and then at the event it's going to be 40 and 60 to register so definitely get in early yeah and so um also i know it's everyone's shocked like oh you're doubling the price as well it it getting the headcount helps us plan the event better very much so so much yeah yeah. And then um, as I see that question right there, uh, do we need a trophy? We have a trophy being made. Marley, you have more details on that too, I believe. Yeah. I've been working with um, Ryan Plord, AKA Jubaka. Mm. Yes. Um, we are designing and developing the trophies for this year, custom trophies. And then of Ooh. course um, there is, you know, giant cash prizes for both comps and the biggest prize though, is the the having the only Ken that survives the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we've got custom trophy coming, cash, more more kendamas than I've ever had in my life or in my house in every corner right now for prizes. So yeah, it's going to be a good time for everybody, I think. Nice. There you have it, everyone. 
go check it out. If you can't, uh, you're too far. Hey, stay following uh, Dominic to the Deaths Instagram account. They'll be doing some live streams. Hopefully, hopefully you can catch something. And that will be the it. That will be the it. That will be the end of it. Shit. It's getting late for me, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yo, thanks for joining again. uh, Such short notice. It was awesome. Hopefully we can chat again. Thanks, Rylan, Marley, everyone. Thank you for joining Weekly Dominoes. That's it. You can check us out as a podcast. We upload that later on this week, as well as on YouTube. Got some, uh, not some, got a whole new channel just for Weekly Dominoes. So search that, support it. Uh, also have Patreon as well. So if you guys are interested to support me and all these things that I'm doing within Kendama to, you know, further that passion instead of just spiking the Tama, you know, you get spike this fucking heart without Kendama. <laughs> Deep in that shit. Thanks everyone. Uh, we'll see you again next week for another round of weekly Dama news. Again, guys, thanks so much. Peace out. Yeah. You clean. Yeah. Cause I'm leaving on vacation on Tuesday as well as a podcast so we can all listen to Jay Boogs in clear audio as long as this download works fine, which I believe it will. Thanks again for hanging out. That's it for this week of Dama News. Catch y'all later. Have a good one and keep it clean.